All right, so uh, I'm on the road again. <laughs> it's probably going to be a real short one. Uh, I got to return a rental car. But the Twitter space I did yesterday obviously set off a bell for a lot of you. And it was intended to do that because sometimes people get very lackadaisical, very complacent, thinking they have a million, million days and months ahead that they could just put things off and I'll get around to it when I got time. Well, today's Father's Day, by the way, for everyone that's a father. I get to set, spend that with my kids later on. But yesterday's message was uh, kind of like what I tell my own kids. They got to get ready. They got to get things in motion. Sometimes the way it's given to you, if it's not spiced up with a sense of urgency, it could be ignored. Now, a lot of you took what I said yesterday and looked into what I was suggesting is going on. I'm going to fill this one up with all that, what I said yesterday. After I did main session, I got the cow. I could have been how I was actually trading my first start at night. I was out on my space, but I used to damage charge, right, for a charge, diverge, um, and long. So the question is going to be, obviously, how did I actually, actually, what I doing? What was the thing that led me great? How did I come to work? Uh, well, I mentioned in uh, previous discussion that also I used that called a contract, quote machine, that actually prices for like, whatever exchange I subscribe. So I want you to think about what I'm going to tell you. Imagine how, before you started trading, you got you, who got you, your expectations were. Versus what they are. When I first started, obviously, I was great right after reading Ken Roberts' ridiculous book, making me think I could figure this by one passing through very, very elements of the seven words. Sites like also there's an unrealistic expectation that it's going to be done with found out very quick. It was not true. And I did not close. So I'll be, when I got into reading the more indicator based ideas, it doesn't matter. Really, imagine this is what my day was like. I lived with my hand. I'm eating with them. And like 50 hours, I was welcome to have a meal with them once. Not that they would catch much of it's my responsibility if I was or whatever. I was getting myself. And I, uh, I got set up with a, a discount broker because my first foray in trading with, with Fox Investments and as I mentioned before, I was paying $100 round turn for one contract. And that's just the way they fleeced us back. They called it full service brokerage when really, you know, they really didn't help any any other broker. So my day would consist of getting up in the morning around four o'clock, 15 minutes to shower, dress, and rush out the door and then do an hour drive in about 40 minutes. So every day I was speeding. Every single day I was way over the speed limit because I would usually stay up until around 1.30 in the morning looking at charts. So I would get out to Owens Mills, warehouse, get in the back, load up my truck, last minute things that I didn't have in the warehouse, any specific soda, juices, coffee, plants, that certain off I have, all the stuff that would be a delivery flight of for that particular route. And then by six o'clock, I'm on the road. And my route is to downtown Baltimore, Glen Burnie, all the way up to just about Aberdeen, around Hunt Valley, and then some some stops on some days, you know, and I would be back to the warehouse. I would go to the next day. And they don't know. Well, the question is going to be how can I find time to actually enter trade? Now, this is going to be, I might get this time if we're going to go through the barber's on that. I didn't think about this. So far, so good. I just don't want to do too much talking and have to repeat myself. If we go through that, I've talked a couple minutes. Didn't even say the F word, except for Father's Day. <laughs> That's two words, Michael. Give me a second. Just want to make sure we get through the tunnel. While you're waiting, and if you can hear me, let me know what you're doing today for Father's Day. Looks like we survived it. I don't want to say it too soon because it's next again. All right. So the question is, how, how did I do all the trading? How did I put the orders in? Because back then we didn't have cell phones. Well, let me put it this way. Cell phones were not something that everybody has had for granted like we have today. So during my route, now really think about this. The young guys and gals in here listening, they're really not going to fully appreciate this. But for folks that were, are old enough now to look back and remember phone booths and pay phones. Yeah, those weird devices you had to put money in to make a phone call. <laughs> the corner... The corner stop drug dealer's office. 
certain certain phone booths you just weren't going to go into because you know they were being operated by a illegal LLC. <laughs> so anyway, the uh, the quote track if they got to a specific price level that I liked, and I would do pivot numbers. Pivot numbers are you know, common floor numbers, and because I was only interested in buying, I wanted to see it move above a certain level, and I wanted to see it once it did that. I wanted to see it pull back down into that same level, so it would break it. So break, for instance, like R1. Now, now some of you that don't know what this is are going to be like. What is R1? They mean this resistance R2, resistance 2, and S1 plus 1, S2 we support 2, and then you have your pivot number. Now, before you listen to this and start thinking, wow, he's giving me secrets to go out there and start these garbage. Don't listen to it. Don't, don't. Any kind of weight behind that, okay? I'm not trying to convince you that this stuff is useful, but that was what I was subscribing to at the time. So when I was watching the coil track, for instance, if the soybean market went above R1 and came back down into R1, I would expect it to find support there. And then because I was bullish that day and I only wanted to be long, I didn't go short on anything. I would use that return back to R1 as my like support level buy. So here's what I was doing. Now think about this folks, because this is absolutely insane. Okay? <laughs> this is the epitome of unrealistic expectations. That's what a young ICT or before ICT became like. The young fledgling huddles that was out there sweating his off, doing menial work, racing around town to try to get his route done, making next to nothing. Daydreaming the entire time that he's going to escape that route with the gambling procedure that I'm about to explain to you. So I'm watching Quotrek. Quotrek is like, a, um, well, if you look at the I got I have the new Galaxy Note 20, and honestly, this is almost the size of the Quotrek. Quotrek, I think, is a little, feels feels by memory, it feels a little bit wider by memory than oh, no, I'm actually holding my hand right now. So uh, it was basically about that dimension in terms of size, and I had it duct tape, yes, duct tape to my windshield of my truck. So I would be staring at that instead of watching the road most of the time. I would go over the line, dangerously doing everything wrong, reckless. Okay, I was trading and driving with reckless abandon. <laughs> Yes, I know. I'm proud of it. But it is true. So I'm just letting you know how it was. But when I got that breakout above the R1 and it came back to R1, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have a big range day. I'm buying strength. So what I would do is I would basically try to time in between my stops now, mind you. I'm driving. I'm paying attention to cars around me, making sure I'm following the stop signs and the red lights as best as I can because the markets are taking press for that. And also while I'm in stops, the markets are still moving. But I'm thinking to myself the entire time that, hey, you know what? I got this figured out. You know, this is going to, the market will wait for me. You know, it, it owes me something. You know, the universe owes Michael Huddleston a favor. So it's it's reasonable for me at that time, 20 some years old, <laughs> expecting that while I'm in there loading candy machines, coffee machines and snack machines, fixing the ballot, uh, the bill validators that had the dollar bill jammed up this year, took the initiative to put something in there with scotch tape on it and the bill acceptor would jam up and nobody could use it behind that $1. Do all those things, servicing the machine. The markets are still moving, folks. There's no pause. Then I come out to the truck, hurry up and race to get back into the cab, look and see where I'm at. I'm like, okay, what's the high of the day? Okay, all right, now. Now I gotta find a phone because now it's done what I expected as the idea or the setup. Now the race again. I gotta get to a payphone in this Isuzu truck. I think it was like a 14 foot cube truck. And I'm racing around to get to the nearest payphone. So I'm racing. I finally get a payphone, and then sometimes somebody's on that payphone. So I'm flipping out. <laughs> I'm, I'm standing next to him. I'm like, listen, um, is there any way that I could, like, hurry you along? And, of course, you know what that response is going to be. You know, F you, buddy. Get out of here. You can find another phone. I can't find another phone. The markets are moving. I got to get on it. Like, I got to go. Nah, I got to wait. So I'm rushing back to the cabin truck. I'm looking at the court track. I'm missing the move. So now I'm telling myself, okay, I wanted to buy, buy, I wanted to buy one. So now I'm going to buy three because I missed part of the move. So I got to make that up, right? 
I mean, it's only common sense if that's what you're going to have to do. I mean, everybody understands that, right? <laughs> so sometimes I would get pissed off and say, I'm not going to wait for this person. And I would rush down the road and look for them. Now, over time, I got good at knowing where pay phones were. But sometimes I didn't get to them in time. But when I did get to them, this is what happened. I dropped my 25 cents into it, called the phone number, Lynn Waldo. How can I help you? H desk, please. One second, please. And I'm going to give you the real time what it felt like waiting. Boop, boop, boop. H desk. Then you give them your account number and your PIN number. They say, okay, what's your order? I would like to buy three Christmas wheat at the market. You want to hold for your confirmation? Yes. Okay, you bought three Christmas wheat at whatever the price they give you. Give me confirmation number. Do you want to put a stop on? No. Thank you. Bye. Rush back down to the truck. Get in my truck. Start driving. Forget where my next stop was because I'm watching price retrace against at $150 per penny because each penny is so now I'm watching it go back down to R1 or something equivalent with no stop loss. Now it goes to a level that I'm not comfortable with. I'm not comfortable with where it's trading now. So where am I back to finding a payphone? I got to find a payphone. Not my next stop. I got about that. I got to get to a payphone. <laughs> Can you imagine? Think about this, folks. I know some of you can't really grasp this, but this is madness. This is how I started. This is how I did this stuff. And I believed that I was going to be successful with that insurmountable odd that olympic feet that i was laying before me every single day monday through friday <laughs> i was thinking to myself man i can't put up with this so i stopped trading on thursdays and fridays i couldn't handle it the stress was too much i had to wind down so i could enjoy the, at least some restful part of the weekend so i had to do now what i had to squeeze whatever trades i was going to do into monday tuesday and wednesday why because i couldn't weather the emotional psychological effects of what i was trying to do so not only was the young ict <laughs> Was he confident in himself? I don't think it was so much confident. I was just wildly gambling, wildly gambling. And I was just hoping to hit the lottery on every single trade. And not only was I trying to beat the market, had the right direction, pick my best price while the price is moving around all over the place, only time my entry, but I had to time the location of where I was in Maryland in proximity to a payphone. Now, I would love to sit here and tell you that this worked out. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> Did not do that. I, I literally went through three accounts trying to do that same stuff. Blowing it, blowing it, and blowing it. Convincing myself each time, I'll just be better. I literally went around in my personal vehicle, on my route, in my personal car, driving around, making special note of where every single payphone would be. Now think about that. That's how obsessive compulsive kicks in when you have it like I got it. And it'll convince you sometimes that what you're doing is the only way it's going to work. When sometimes it's impossible. And this was impossible. So why am I telling you this stuff? I'm telling you that I started with the most unrealistic expectation and realist, unrealistic approach that anybody could ever have imagined. I did that stuff and I blew accounts and rushed and tried to make things happen faster because I was uncomfortable. So contrast that with what I was telling you in the last Twitter space, where some of you feel like, well, I'm not even gonna bother doing this now. You took this steam right out of my engine, the wind out of my sails. You took get up and go, you got up and went without me. That's not what that was intended for, folks. I might be wrong. And how awful would it be if I am? And you just said, I'm not gonna do it. I want you to feel inspired, like put all of the other things you're doing and wasting your time, focus on improving yourself with this. You have time. How much time? I'm not certain. When I said within less than two years, we'll say it that way. We'll see major changes. I did not say you're not going to be able to trade in that time frame. Eventually, there might be something that will temporarily make it unavailable for us to trade. Will they resume trading? Yes, I believe so. But will there be a period of time where you can't? Well, if you were alive or aware of what was going on when September 11th occurred, nobody was allowed to trade for a while. They kept the markets closed. So it might be something like that, or it might be a little bit longer. I don't know. All I'm saying is just prepare. Just prepare and have it in mind that that might be something that takes place. And if it does 
you're not surprised by it. It's not going to wig you out. And also, you've made preparations at home, and you've got some extra food and over-the-counter medicines and things that would just allow you to be a little bit more comfortable and not be without, and that would cause more. That's all I was suggesting to you folks. Some of you take things to the extreme. And yes, I was a little fired up because it angers me that this is going on. It angers me. And it even pisses me off even more that people want to deny it like it ain't going on because they don't want to see it. They want to ignore it like it ain't there, like it's somehow because they don't want to subscribe to it being real. Your emotions aren't going to change the facts that this is going on and nobody's going to stop it. So worrying about it isn't going to add anything to you. So how do you avoid it being a negative impact on you and your life? Just do the best you can. That's all you can do. Nobody's I mean, I have a lot of stuff saved up, but I don't know. So it's something that you just continuously work towards. That's all. That's all you're doing. And that way, if you're doing something in the right direction, positively trying to secure a skill set and hopefully in in a short period of time of doing the right things, you can start working towards making additional income. Will all of you be able to do that? No, but some of you will. And it would be a terrible thing to not at least try. And if you don't try, that's failure. That's failure. If you don't at least try, you basically laid down and said, you know what, I'm going to take whatever. And basically what you're saying is you deserve that to happen to you when I don't think that, and you shouldn't think that either. So I want to kind of add that to what I wish I would have included in the last discussion, because I, I was thinking how that would have been much better in terms of how I could have ended the last because <laughs> most of you feel depressed and that's not what I did it for. I wanted you to feel fired up. Like, you know what? That's all right. Game on. I'm ready. Whatever's coming, I'm going to get myself ready for it. That's my, and I might not be for it. I don't fear it, but I know I'm going to be feeling those things when everything happens because I have children. I'm not fearful for myself. I'm fearful for my children because if something happens to me, you know, the dad in me, because it's father's day, everybody that's a father gets what I'm about to say. You, you know, I will lay down everything for my kids. I, I'm not I'm not glued to this world for anything except for them. And if they could be 100% where I would appreciate their ability to do what it is that I do, or at least a partial percentage of what I can do, I could lay down and not worry about anything anymore. So that kind of like motivates me. It motivates me to do that same thing with all of you folks that I probably will never meet. But I think about every, every day, all of you wondering what you're doing right now, working towards improving yourself, shoring up your ability to make ends meet. That's the kind of guru I want to be remembered for. I don't want to be the guy that promised you a Lamborghini. I never did that. I'm the guy that's trying to talk to you with common sense. And sometimes I'm going to say things that's going to probably unsettle you. Sometimes it's going to make you feel a little fearful. But folks, look around. This is the really real world. It isn't going to always touch you with a soft glove and feather, although that on a Saturday night. Bottom line is this. Do what you need to do, how you can, and when you can. And that's all you can do. Your skill set, focus on that. Because I promise you, as I mentioned many times before, if you learn how to do this well, it is easy for money to fall into your hands. And that can happen overnight through funded accounts, partnerships with someone. Because guess what, folks? That's legal too. You can literally go into partnerships and they fund the account and you are the person that would be operating the uh, the trades and executing. And you split 50-50. There's plenty of people that want to do things like that. Or if you have money saved up and you get your skill set to where it would be to be consistent, then you just go in with your own money. There isn't one way, okay? I give you multiple ways to do this. You just have to figure out which one you're going to do after you learn how to do it. That's the number one priority right now, preparing yourself so that way you can. And once that occurs, greed will always exist. It will always exist. It's going to be there. People are going to be looking for ways to make more money real soon. And guess what you're going to be? You're going to be that person that can do that for them. How empowering will that be? So you listen to what I said in the last live and got depressed. Like somehow it's the end of the world and no hope. Everything's all, it's all 
from here. But you can literally change the whole dynamic of your entire life just by simply learning this skill set. Once you have it, it's it's a skill set that will serve you. And when things get crazy, people are going to be losing their jobs and they're going to be scrambling to make money. And there's a lot of people with a lot of money that will not have faith in who they were working with before. All you got to do is be able to prove you can do it and money will literally line up for you. So a bit of inspiration and kind of contrast what I gave you the last time. It wasn't meant for you to be defeated in your feelings and emotions. So hopefully this was a little bit better for you. And again, enjoy your week.